good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I am your other co-host, Austin. And welcome to our first ever guest on the podcast, Zach. Yo, yo, what is up? Zach from State College. Yep. Great to be here. Not, still not from State College. I'm not there right now. Wasn't born there. I was born in the same house as these two. Was That's well, not true, actually. same Where hospital. Say, also not true. No. Say, no. Where would you say you're from? I'm from Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. I say that when people ask me because I don't want to be that guy. You know, there's the joke where like everybody from Penn State lives just outside of Philly. Like even if you live like two hours from Philly. Nobody... That's, ever, that's how everyone understands Lancaster, yeah. though. Yeah. And people in New Hampshire still continue to ask me, like, oh, you, so you're going to back Philly to your family Pittsburgh? in Philly? And I'm like, mm, it's not it's not really Philly. See, that's the nice thing about Lancaster. Like, it's semi-famous. We got, right. we, got the, we got the Amish over here. Yeah, you just say you live with the Amish people, and then they know. Yeah. They understand. Yeah. Anyway, so, Zach... We have known Zach uh, for like 21 years, going on 22. Um, so we've been close friends for a long time. Uh, um, associates. <laughs> wow, I haven't insulted. Um, anyways, I was thinking of a story to share last night for, for this opener. And um, one of my favorite stories of all time, which I think is a great just paints a great picture of the three of our relationship is so when I was a senior and when I was a senior in high school Austin was a junior and Zach was a freshman so we were all in we were all in high school at the same time represent class Um, 2013 (laughs) and um, we did we did basically everything together so we did both soccer and we were in marching band so we traveled all the time and so one one great evening also, we also had rides with my best friends Ryan and Willie. One evening we were driving back from some event. I don't actually know what it was. <laughs> oh, and, uh, I know where this is going now. I, I was I wondered which story this was. This is a good one, yeah. It's so good. Um, and somehow somehow we were talking about like awkward couples. How do how do we get we were on this? Just driving topic? back from school. Yeah, but no, it was at nighttime. It was at night. Yeah, yeah, it was it was at night. I do remember that. I mean, we drove back from school at whatever hour. Okay, of the day. yeah, yeah, but that's anyways. So, um, also to preface this story, my friend, our friend Willie, was dating someone uh, we called Deedle. and so we're just driving along talking about awkward couples, and everything's fine. And then so I'm in, I'm driving. Austin's in the passenger seat. Zach is in the middle of the back seat, and Ryan and Willie are on the other side of him. Feet on the hump. And um, we're just talking about awkward couples, and Zach's and like naming them. And Zach's just like, yeah, especially like Willie and Deedle. And we just, I just like remember Austin and I both like turning around in the just car. To in the let, me, let me tell you, it's always great when you're in the middle of a back seat of a car, and both the driver and the passenger. <laughs> Comically. Ryan does the same thing. Ryan, yeah. we all just like Zach. What Zach on is earth? literally is literally sitting like squished in between Ryan and Willie, the person Willie, yeah. the person he just referenced as like being part of the super awkward couple, and like we're just like Zach, and, just, and it's just silent yeah. in the car. In my defense, 
Absolutely. Here's here's my defense for that story. So you know, I had, I was I was a freshman. I had little social awareness at the time. And to be fair, like <laughs> social with... awareness—that's just physical awareness. <laughs> You're literally touching him. His yeah, fair. leg is completely against you. When we were driving, if Willie wasn't there, like we would discuss them, like with some frequency. And that so... is true, but still, he's yeah, sitting oh, yeah. right next to you. I, funnily enough, I feel like I should ask Willie about that. Like, I feel like no, enough never. time. I, I feel like enough time has passed. Well, and, I mean, he he might listen to the pod now. And we're close now. No. Yeah, well... I mean, he was He there, lived so. the story. I imagine he remembers I just, it. I can't but, believe like, it. But nothing was said the rest of the no. six minutes. <laughs> yeah, and that was, like, that was like maybe two and, minutes into and the seven-minute so drive. We always drop Willie off first, and then after he left, it was just like, Zach, <laughs> Yeah, and everybody first. was just losing their minds, and I don't really know why, you know. Oh my goodness, it was ridiculous. We almost died that day just because I was so shocked. Oh yeah, I, I, I no know exactly where it was. Land. It was coming oh, down that hill. Oh, it was coming hill. up on Anderson right Ferry. Right before you get to Musser Road. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly oh where goodness. I was when that it, happened. It's burned in my memory so, so strongly. You it's make so one funny. burn and, and everybody loses their minds. <laughs> Sorry, that was my that was my joker. Oh, so good. Well, speaking of burns... Um, we this week we are going to be talking about something that Austin and I have already proclaimed to have no information on and no knowledge about. Um, but we have brought on the closest thing that we know to an expert um, when it comes to memes. Um, we we I think it'd be good to to first start off with just putting on our baseline of our understanding of memes. So Austin, when you think of memes, what do you what do you think of? What is your knowledge? I've already said, um, well, so until I read this article on The Atlantic called mm-hmm. um, The Race for an Online Meme Generator, and the picture the, for the article was a meme, like it, though it was like a contemporary meme. So before then, I would have said impact font, that spirally blue-green switching mm-hmm. colors for some reason, mm-hmm. uh, and then just a picture of like a reaction face or a weird penguin whose body is flipped. Yeah, um, upside down penguin. Disapproving Wonka is one of my favorites. Disapproving mm-hmm, Wonka, mm-hmm. it's a classic. Yeah, so that's basically my my understanding of memes as well. Like, I I realize that there are other memes, but I don't really get those memes. Um, I very I I definitely get the the classics or what I'm calling classics like. Bad Luck Brian and like um, I still have no idea who Bad Luck Brian is. You, you should look him up right now. So you might recognize times. him. Um, the the one of my favorites is Kermit the Frog drinking tea. Oh, that's yeah. still drinking. that's still widely used. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, it's so that, good. That one's more contemporary, right? Because it's 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 not the spirally background. Yeah, and not. Um, even Bad Luck Brian is an inspiring background. And you end that's it with, what... but that's none of my business, you know? Or, um, or what's his name? Um, there's lots of, there's yeah, lots like, of... Yeah, my, my, one of my favorites Brian? is the kid who, like, is microwaving He's something. Baby. Do you guys know the know one with it. the kid who's, like, microwaving something and it goes horribly, horribly wrong? No. Mm-mm. No. It's a good one. You should look it up. <laughs> okay, so obviously we're still out of 
Did you look up Bad Luck Brian? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so clearly we are out of the know. Zach, can you give us some some information on where memes are at today? Um, just start with that, and yeah. then eventually we're going to talk about... We're outside of the zeitgeist, if you will. Why are memes funny? Um, are they creative? I am um, definitely out of the zeitgeist. We're going to go... Those are the questions that we're heading towards. I don't remember what that word means, no matter how many times people zeitgeist explain it Zeitgeist is a German word that means spirit of the age. Oh, yeah. Um, One time I accidentally said spirit of the age during this podcast without trying to say zeitgeist. Like, I meant zeitgeist, but I accidentally said spirit of the age. Wow. That's, like, one of the most unsurprising things that you've ever said. <laughs> Mistake. <laughs> um, so, the thing about memes, and I, I want to liken them, even though Austin's going to hate this, I want to liken them Boo. to painting in art. No. Because I think they they used to be very formulaic, as painting used to be. But now there's a lot more room for freedom, and you have to be strange if you want to get noticed and sort of break contemporary ideas of what a meme can be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, okay. Uh, this, is, this is my idea. Could I just put a white pixels on a screen and call and that say, a meme? And say, this is a meme. And already, that's my meme. Already been done, man. There's already okay. been a plain white meme. That broke the yeah. internet. That's 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 so that's that's not creative though because there's already what plain did, white paintings. You're late. What does it mean to break the internet? Well, okay. The story goes that there's this bot on Twitter that just tweets the highest upvoted posts from this subreddit me IRL me in real life. Mm-hmm. And so they re- they learned this and they were really upset. So they just started trolling this bot. Um, they started, like, pointing, putting an arrow pointing to the picture of the bot and saying, this is a terrible bot that, like, eats babies or something. And then... Aren't bots just computer programs, like, just code? That's what you may think. What if they eat baby code, you know? Back when it's just a few ones and zeros, and then it comes along and just nibbles those nibbles right up. That's a computer science joke. (laughs) I, I figure, I feel like that should be a serial. Um, and then... Nibbles? I'm sure that <laughs> and it's is. Just, and it's just little ones and zeros, you know? It's yeah, like that would be... Oh, or, man. Because <laughs> that's an actual computer science thing, like a nibble. Or, like, or bites. It could be bites. Yeah. What about nibbles, nibbles and, and bites? bites? Yep. Boom. Mm, there it boom. is. <laughs> Another um, great idea brought to you by... <laughs> and when I say I mean... Market podcast. it. So they basically just wanted to confuse this bot by posting a plain white meme, and then it got, like hundreds of upvotes and stuff well thousands and it got gilded and blah 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 um so uh, anyways why like just steal ideas from paintings and post them as memes Ooh, that's called um and austin i think you would really like this subreddit um it's called man why am i blanking on the name of it right now uh but anyways they just take old paintings and just put hilarious captions over them that's not it, what I meant, though. Like, yeah, but steal the ideas from paintings. How so? What do you mean by that? Like, there's plain white paintings, and it's like, what oh. does it really mean to be? Like, a what's a what's an impressionist meme? Dude, it's it's the deep fried memes, man. The deep fried memes are the impressionists of the memes. All right, we're going we're going too far. Yeah, Give yeah. Us more surface so, level here, Zach. To start so, so what memes when memes started out, 
like they were you didn't have to do much to be funny so like my friend Caden he at one point in his life took went on one of our teachers Facebook pulled a bunch of their pictures and then made memes out of them like mm-hmm. with different expressions and he he told me he was like memes were a lot simpler back then you just had to put white text on the top and bottom and you were good and I was like yeah that's kind of true because I'm not really a meme expert I'm kind of new to the meme game well, I'm mm-hmm. like a, I've been I've been observing for like a year and a half I don't like make the memes or anything I think it's just an interesting it's a it's a huge part of Gen Z culture, which is we like we exchange memes. A lot of people have a ton of memes saved on their phone. So one time okay. I was hanging out with a bunch of Why my friends, though? and one of my friends was randomly just like, "Find me memes," and everybody was just on their phone trying to find the best and possibly dankest memes. Okay. And so why? I'm more interested in like as an observer. Did you say why, Austin? Yeah. Honestly, because in that specific instance, because that kid's really weird. No, no, no. So, why why, is, why, are memes part of the cultural zeitgeist? I'm I mean, going to keep saying zeitgeist. Hope you guys are ready. <laughs> because we spend so much time on social media, and they're so easily digestible and quick and just a part of your social media diet. I mean, it's like reading a comic strip kind of, right? Who reads comic strips, though? I mean, people Some used people to. Do. I used to read Calvin and Hobbes all the time. That is true, actually. I don't... Uh, but they're even, like, simpler than comic strips. Yeah, exactly. They're shorter with a, sli- a smaller Is the far span. side the original meme? Is what? The far side the original meme? I, even maybe. the far side I, is more complex than memes. Yeah. The far side is very complex. But it's that's it's that same like single image captioned format. Yeah. Right. I Although can, it's it's that's I can joke. see and, that. And it's usually basing off the absurd. Yeah. Uh um, I like it. So let's talk about memes today. Memes today usually like there are communities of memers and they mm-hmm. usually center around a topic. So last night I was just scrolling through my subreddits and I pulled some some good topic subreddits. Um so the first one is the free folk. So mm-hmm. um for you Game of Thrones fans out there, basically so there's no, no, a main no. for those who aren't familiar. For those who aren't the familiar. Game of Thrones people already know. There, there you go. The the free folk is the name that the people beyond the wall give themselves um yeah to kind of show that they're free from bonds so basically the game of thrones the official game of thrones subreddit is very particular about spoilers and will hand out lifetime bans at the drop of a hat if you drop spoilers so uh, if that happens no one cares to you about spoilers then you head on over to the free folk where they don't care about spoilers and mm-hmm. and there's also a lot of memes over there and they so the so so is the subreddit itself a meme? In a way, but not really. They also have memes on the subreddit. So in a way, these the the thing with these meme subreddits is that they latch on to a couple random aspects of whatever their subject matter is and just mm-hmm. milk that joke into the ground. Mm-hmm. So like Bobby B. If you don't know who Bobby B is in Game of Thrones, I'm of course talking about Robert Baratheon, who is... <laughs> 
in season one only and like really isn't that important of a character in all honesty but he is immensely he famous starts on this a lot subreddit. Of uh what he starts a lot of things yeah especially saying things like uh dothraki in an open field ned or like gods i was younger than like these quotes are famous <laughs> he's usually shooting lasers out of his eyes i don't even know why but he is um, some other memes in the Free Folk, just Danny and John's relationship in general. There will be a lot of these, like, four panels of them having a conversation. Or, like, um, so they somehow... Is that a meme? Yeah, that's a meme. Fun story about this subreddit. There was this guy who came out with this insane theory, like, two seasons ago, that when Danny and John finally hooked up, they were going to do it on a boat. And he was just doing it, like, as a joke, like, and had all these insane reasons as to why this was going to be a thing. And then it happened, and they just went <laughs> insane. Like, they were losing their minds that this happened. Anyways, so that's the free folk. Um, the garlic bread memes, which I mentioned earlier. So I actually found some good garlic bread memes that I want to share here. The classic oh ones are, like... Just like you've been visited by the good sleep garlic bread-o upvote within the next four seconds and you will be blessed with com cozy and restful sleeps. For the record, 47,500 people said that they liked that. Which I just think is funny. Or there's the classic... I don't even understand that. There's the cla You know, there's a meme template where like there's a couple that are like in bed and the woman is like... They have their back to each other and the woman's like... I think I bet he's thinking about other women and then the the guy is thinking about something completely random and that's the joke. Here the guy no. is like maybe Dracula is angry all the time because he can't eat garlic bread. That's just random. Or my personal favorite, there's this one <laughs> That's with, funnier. There's this one with Dash when he says when you invite a friend over and the question is why your fridge is completely full of just garlic bread <laughs> and there's just Dash from the new incredible saying it defines who I am. Who puts garlic bread in the fridge? That's a great question. Did you put it in the freezer? Not everybody no. makes garlic bread fresh. Not everybody has a grandma to do that. What? Shout out to shout out to grandma's garlic bread, man. That thing is just Okay, that stuff will kill you. <laughs> That's true. The the amount of butter on that garlic bread, mind blowing. So are there any rules are there any rules to garlic bread memes? It seems like all you have to do is just say Mention something that, something ridiculous a, about garlic bread. A lot bread. of them I when I was when I was browsing the top posts of all time last night, a lot of them are like the first one where it's like upvote this garlic bread in six seconds and you'll get money or fame or like more garlic bread or whatever. That's why is that <laughs> so funny? Dumb. I don't I personally don't think those are that funny. I think it's just people trying That's to get karma. Funny. So, if you're unfamiliar, karma is the sort of measure of success on Reddit. Um, if your post gets an upvote, that is equal to one karma. Downvote is uh -huh. minus one karma. Um, and this so is on. great, by the way, because the if you're not familiar, it's definitely directed at Austin and I because we are not yeah. familiar. Yeah. Which is funny because usually we're the ones directing <laughs> yeah. it at other people. So it's great. It's great. Um, so then... Uh, my next meme subreddit here is history memes, which I referenced before in Austin. I found some that y I think you'll think are funny. Um, there's this picture of these Vikings pillaging a village, and it just says, Never forget this day in 793 AD, a group of Vikings selflessly rescued the treasures 
of Lindisfarne from a great fire after the monks mysteriously and spontaneously died. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Is that a real thing? No. <laughs> they they well they did instantly and spontaneously die. Oh, but the Vikings oh, may have Vikings I killed I them. Figured it out, the, guys. the Vikings may have had <laughs> they something killed to do them with and them. now they're stealing yeah. from them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so mm. another thing about memes today is a lot of memes uh make a some memes will make a statement about the current political climate or something that happened for the day. Mm. Um so the biggest example is probably like school shooter memes especially after a school shooter there's a lot of memes that come out about that or when they were talking about arming teachers there were memes that came out related to that like some kid is like haha i finally found a way to smoke cigarettes into or to sneak cigarettes into school and he's loading them into the like holes of a revolver that sort of thing mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, memes are going to get real dark, people. Just get ready for it. We're, yeah, we're having so, fun now, but it ain't well, going to end that way. So, but I, I read a, I just read a Bad Luck Brian meme that was pretty dark, but I thought it was funny. It it was Bad Luck Brian, and it just said, dresses up for as Batman for Christmas. And when I say Christmas, I mean Halloween. Dresses up as Batman for Halloween, parents get killed. And I was like, "That's pretty funny." <laughs> that is pretty funny. So, so the, uh, my my understanding of a meme is that it's supposed to be funny, and and okay, so maybe that one is both terrible and funny. Yeah, and no. Do you, are are we supposed to be like making light of these situations? Yeah, and that's why they're funny. Yeah, when when tragic themes terrible. are when tragic things are memed, like my generation is really good at taking something serious and just making fun of it, like. Like, 9-11 memes are really popular to this day. Um, suicide memes are huge. Uh, we'll probably talk about that later. Um, but anyways, so I was, using the, I was using the commentary to segue into this next history meme, which is just a picture of Churchill, and it says, Good news, I talked to Hitler, and he said he didn't do it. Quoting Churchill. Mm. Mm-hmm. An obvious reference to the lovely Helsinki summit. Uh, one of my personal favorites. So it would have been better. Honestly, it would have been better if it was Chamberlain. That would have been funnier. So there's yeah, this there's this classic huh? meme. Chamberlain was the the prime minister right before Winston Churchill and his, his famous for appeasing is less Germany. Well-known. Yeah. What? He in general is just less less well known. Uh, guys, this is the history mean though subreddit. I I expect more from them. Yeah. Don't expect don't. they're not that historically. <laughs> <laughs> Do not give them the credit they deserve and call them experts in history. They are not that historically literate. Um, uh, so there's this other meme template for those who are unfamiliar. Um, and this is a big part of the Why meme. do you say it like you're like an old-timey audiobook narrator? Because I, 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 like so it. It. I, I like, imagine it's it kinda being... Like the, it's like the Bill Nye the Science Guy, like, Did you know that? Oh, yeah, I imagine that, that the listener can imagine that like i'm cutting to There's a different segment there where i'm sitting yeah there'll be an infographic and then i'll cut to a different image of me and i'll be like explaining something pointing to a whiteboard or something yeah yeah or a chalkboard that would be more yeah you know so meme maybe so meme templates are uh just outlines for a meme 
that kind of like bad luck brian but it's not just a picture that you put text on the top and text on the bottom it could be a variety mm-hmm. of things um so there's the famous groom meme that you might have seen on facebook where he's pointing to like a presentation he's it's a four panel meme and he's pointing to a presentation that he's making um the meme uh with the guy holding up a butterfly and he's like is this blank and so the example that i'm going to give is the very popular right now um slaps the roof of the car meme so it the origin story of this meme is one of my personal favorites apparently there was this guy on twitter who drew this uh, he made this comic where he drew this used car salesman trying to sell a car and he just says car salesman slaps roof of the car this bad boy can fit so much effing spaghetti into it why did he say spaghetti why does that make sense i have no idea but it sparked all these memes so we got this history meme right here where it says car salesman slaps roof of trojan horse this bad boy can fit nothing in it it's just a gift trust me i swear um or or the lord of the rings meme where uh peter jackson slaps the roof of the hobbit and says this bad boy can fit so many effing movies into it or ooh, this one i found in the free folk it's a picture of oh what's his name uh the one guy uh who's like in the night's watch that john hates um the sir alistair yeah yeah it's a picture instead of like I sir alistair's face that. is cropped over the u star scales when he's talking to ollie and he it slaps john snow spoiler alert by the way slaps john snow <laughs> this bad boy can fit so many effing knives into him <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, that's the best <laughs> meme we've heard all day. The, be- the point of these memes is to take a template like that and change it up a little bit so to fit your theme, right? So the Free Folk is like a Game of Thrones subreddit. So this meme template was getting popular. So then a lot of people were posting memes of this type. Where it was like, oh, how can we use this to, to tell a joke that we've told a lot of times? Because also at the Free Folk, I forgot to tell you, they hate Ollie. They think like Duh. for uh, for good reason maybe I don't know but they is just, Ollie man. only in the show? Yes. Is he? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, That's why I have no I idea who Ollie down is. Then. Oh, um, another Egypt, man. I don't know if you've seen this template, Austin, but the one with Bear Grylls where he's pointing to the camera and saying "Improvise, adapt, overcome." No. It's quite I famous. So I found this one because I'm still on these history memes. I found this one with. Uh, whatever king henry the whatever and it just says when the pope says you can't divorce your wife so you separate from the church and make your own religion improvise adapt overcome it's not really his own religion it would be his own denomination so anyways so it's so it sounds like to me that it's almost like memes really haven't changed there's just now more rules um there's there's more subcategories it's just weirder forms yeah right so, so I guess my question is, is it actually like art in the sense that things have been more, have really kind of opened up? Have things no, become, boo. have you been able to become, I'm just trying to use the analogy that he used. Yeah, because um, I think. Um, that you can actually, you actually are more creative or are you still following the same rules? You just are following it in a different space. Well, yeah. I'm talking about the sort of deeper, I'm talking about the deeper recesses of the memes. If you want to talk about 
Like, there is a subreddit that's just memes, which I think is poorly worded. Or maybe it's not. I don't know, because maybe the definition of meme has just become so broad. But a lot of these memes are just screenshots of Twitter conversations or, like, a funny tweet. And to mm -hmm. me, that's not a meme. That's just a screenshot of a Twitter. But maybe it is a meme. Like, of a I don't know. I guess by definition it is. Because the, the definition of meme these days is probably just anything funny and quickly digestible on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it could even be a GIF if you wanted it to. Um, and there are kind of GIF meme subreddits that exist. Um, mm -hmm. Or, like, reaction GIFs are quite popular, and I would maybe call some of them memes. So, so the reason why I hate this analogy is because, like, movements in art are like inextricably tied to movements in ideas and there's just like there's been no like ideological changes that change what memes are it's, i guess i guess that's fair they just kind still of still just like it's still formalism but it's just a different it's they have weirder forms now it's like if if instead of everyone writing sonnets everyone's writing um weird things that still have end rhymes yeah but okay so i would i would argue that it, it's a little more creative than so i found last night i found some of these memes that i was trying to just discover before so um i'll talk about prequel memes briefly prequel memes is just a subreddit that make memes based off the prequel star wars movies because they're terrible and a lot of their lines are very easily memeable mm -hmm. um but there's this so a while ago so like for some reason, when Kiati Mundi is talking, is in, I don't even remember what movie this is in, but he's like, what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? And nobody cares. Like, that's mm -hmm. the joke. So, another thing you can do with these memes is take that line and then black out certain letters so that it spells something else. So, this one is just titled, when it's Tuesday and your mom asks what you want for dinner, and they black it out, and so it just says, what about tacos? Like, it just random stuff Wait. like that. Or my personal favorite, um, Neil Armstrong when he came back from the moon, and it's just a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it says, instead of it's, it's saying, it's over Anakin, I have the high ground, somebody just blacked out everything except high ground. Huh? There's, there's ground on the moon. Well, you're just ruining this guy's joke. But anyways, so... <laughs> While it's not, like, groundbreakingly creative, I think the format is definitely allows for more creativity now than before when you just had a picture and you put some text Yeah, but, I mean, you still have to use the same quotes. Yeah. Right, there's still rules. You're still trapped into this box of, I have to have a picture, it has to, you know, have a quote but, from something else. But and now you say, I just have to figure out how do I can how do I keep using this quote over and over again? Wouldn't you in a say way that hasn't been done before? That art is kind of the same way though, and maybe memes just haven't progressed far enough. Like art was originally of the rule that if you were painting, you had to be a religious painting. Those were the only paintings that existed that's, for that's a really long rules, time. That's not That's just like no one else was buying paintings. Yeah, but then even when people started buying paintings. Like, the subject matter started being questioned, and a little bit, to an extent, like, the form, but you wouldn't do things like paint, like, just shapes, or, like, just splatter paint across, like, that's very, like, that sort of, like, postmodern thing. So I could see memes being in, like, a modernist sort of 
place and maybe they'll go to a postmodern place where like crazy stuff's gonna happen like um people are See, just gonna like, be like post, splattering postmodern art is like already memes maybe it is are memes postmodern art no no he's saying postmodern art is a meme yeah. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Because it's, because, like, the, they're completely non-formalist, I guess, to say, like, what even is, what even is art? Mm-hmm. Um, like, and a lot of them are to be funny, like, the, some of them aren't meant to be funny, because some people don't try to be funny. Um, but, like, the, the toilet bowl, like, that's just a joke, right? Right. Um, I would, I don't know if I would say it's a joke. Wasn't it just kind of meant to challenge perceptions on what art could be, I guess? Right. I don't think that, I don't think that guy would. In a joking way. I guess a little bit. I would say more of a shock. It's definitely ironic. Yeah, it was ironic. But and so like memes haven't gone that far. Memes are still trying to be memes. So yeah. Zach, would you say that memes today are the Dutch still life of memes? Yeah, I mean, I also think that I'm I'm interested to see where memes are gonna go, because like the internet as a whole, especially internet culture as it stands now, is extremely young. Like the I'm talking about the time where everybody had a smartphone from the time they were 16. That's probably what, four or five years that that's been the case? I have no idea. Maybe a little longer. Austin, you said that what, 2007 was when 50% of people had a smartphone? Yeah. But that's like adults, right? Like, that's everyone in the United States. Yeah. So, for, for it to be common to be a kid and have a smartphone, I would say, like 2011, 2012, like mid high yeah, school for yeah so like these this as a thing has only been around for like a little bit like i think it has a lot of room to get really weird and i'm interested to see where it's gonna go but like i to me internet culture is already disillusioned with the world so how can you how can you yeah. really have a postmodern? Oh, yeah. because postmodernism came out of disillusionment from like world war ii so how can you how can you have really a postmodern movement if yeah i guess you're saying like how do you get if, even if more it's not, disillusioned if it's not a change if it's not really a change in ideas you're not going to have a change in art i mean i think that the internet has room for change ideas i don't know and this is right but they if it would be it would have to be like meta modernist yeah because that would actually be a shift. Um, and I could see... It'll be interesting to see where the internet goes. And this is what I kind of wanted to use memes as a mm -hmm. jumping off point to internet culture in general. Um, specifically the culture that... Not that I grew up in, but that I saw the tail end of. And can, I think, speak to the bulk of it. Um, so I well, was, you would have seen the beginning of. Yeah, I saw the beginning of. Oh wait, yeah, I saw it when I was. It was the tail end of. Yeah, yeah. you. It was the tail end of your experience, yeah. but it was the beginning of. 
so um, when I talked to my friend Alex Sather, shout out to him, who definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, uh, but he goes to Penn State, and we often say that we're glad, we think we were born at the perfect time, that we saw the world before internet culture took ever over, but right at the end of us growing up, we saw what it was doing and where it was headed. And spoiler alert, I don't think it's headed down a good place. Just, mm. just gonna say that up front, mm-hmm. in case I like contradict myself down the road. So, the the internet now makes it, it makes it innocuous that you have this thing, that whenever you have downtime, you can just get it out and just scroll through garbage, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's created a problem. Not a problem, just a phenomenon, I would say, on college campuses that I notice that you don't you don't talk to the pre- people around you before class. Maybe if it's like a major class and you already know the people, but if it's just some random jet ed, you don't talk to the people around you and just like strike up a conversation with them. You're on your phone. It's just what it is. And that's not how college worked even 10 years ago. Like, I was talking to our dad about this, and he said that, like, at Messiah, people meet their good friends before class. I've never done that. He said Mm -hmm. that, like, professors have had trouble starting class on time, or he's had trouble starting class on time, because people won't stop, like, their side conversations. That's a completely foreign topic to what I observed in college. Mm Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't think this is a big problem for college. I've made my friends in other ways. But I'm worried about what it's going to do to, like, our high schools and middle schools. Because imagine if you, instead of having to interact with the people around you when you were in middle school and, like, forming these new relationships, you were just on your phone. Like, what would that do to to the politics of the school in general and going forward? Like, my senior and junior... Well, and the people themselves. Yeah. My senior and junior year, we could have been on our phones if we wanted to because they changed the rules to be like that. But we weren't. We were still talking to these pe- to the people around us. But that was just because we had these established relationships. And the internet... And so these memes, they kind of create this illusion that you're part of a... You're in a group or you're part mm-hmm. of a thing. So mm-hmm. when you see a funny... Obi-Wan Kenobi meme and he drops down and says hi there or Hello there. or like there's a funny um, Darth Plagueis the Wise story painted on somewhere you, you think you feel like you're involved with this club of your friends and you're like haha I get it like that's funny mm-hmm. but that like I think that is just a false relationship that stops you from forming actual relationships with the people around you Mm -hmm. and like i think it's one of the reasons why like our generation will probably be deeply troubled um just due to social media in general already is yeah already is um because we these i'm not saying memes are the problem I, i think they're more of a symptom of the problem but they create these communities of people who feel like they're involved but mm-hmm. then realize that they're not and it makes them really sad because they're missing like right. real relationships 
Right. The internet and is I, really great at building niche communities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like to me, that's what memes are. It's it's you have a joke. It's like a shared inside joke, um, which makes you feel good, because inside jokes make you feel good. But you don't. It's it's just inside because you decided it was inside yeah. joke, not because you had any real experience backing it up. Right. And it's like, and, it's like to address ahead. quickly because I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the dank memes really quick, and then we can get back to this because this kind of ties in. Um, dank memes because Austin and Adrian are confused. Um, they originally started out as like edgier memes, memes about edgier topics, but have since mm-hmm. turned into just this community of people who sort of decide on random things being dank or like so can you define dank for us no so (laughs) last (laughs) night it's funny last night i literally went to google and just typed in what is a dank meme i didn't think i was going to get a good answer but i was just curious go on Mm. urban dictionary it's the it's the perpetuator of great knowledge yeah so basically they were saying that with sarcasm they were saying that dank memes are memes that have been are so old and tired that they're no longer funny. And Interesting. I, I guess that I could not see that. how I understand dank yeah, memes. No. But at the same time, I think they're misinterpreting it cuz it's not they get a kick out of the fact that they keep bringing these topics back. And so like I don't know I don't know how they decide well I do kind of know how they decide this. All their posts have a bot on the bottom that's just like upvote this if this post is dank and so memes can be certified dank if enough people upvote this bot's post so like things that they have latched onto in the past um there's random movies that they're really into shrek cars by the i did find this funny one do they only pick terrible movies yes (laughs) I found apparently Shrek is better than you remember. Yeah, Shrek is. You should go back and watch the original Shrek. I don't know. Um, so I have no desire. To there's this so. one that's comparing the amount of Shrek movies released in the past three presidents' presidencies, and it just says big if true. Because spoiler alert, there has been zero Shrek movies released during the Trump presidency. It is a true travesty. Um, mm. also hating on Alt Page, the FCC. Uh, guy, you know, who's like killing oh, yeah. neutrality. Um, so he mistakenly, at some point in his life, filmed a video of him eating popcorn and watching something on a green screen. Mistake, mistake. <laughs> let me tell you, somebody just that is up, a mistake. Took took the 9/11 footage, and it looks like he is just cheerily <laughs> eating popcorn while watching oh 9/11 happen. Yeah, don't don't film yourself in front of green screens, kids. Um, there's also a classic Justin Timberlake kid who was a meme for a bit. So oh, are, that's so good. Yeah. I remember when that happened live, and I was yeah, like, Yeah, in the Super Bowl. That kid, it's funny. I was When I was watching the Super Bowl, um, I was at school at the time, so I was with my friends, and the halftime show came on. I was like, I don't want to watch that halftime show. And they were like, oh, what if something happens that everybody's talking about on the Internet? And I was like, that's not going to happen. Next day, I did. see this kid Googling Justin Timberlake for no reason. I'm like, what's this kid doing? <laughs> But anyways, it's pretty good. Um, and like dank memers were big on thanking the bus driver when you got off the bus, and revering people that did that as heroes. It did incre- it markedly increase the amount of bus drivers that reportedly were thanked 
when they got nice. off the bus. I saw an article about it. But, but that's so, not like right. old and stale though. That's just yeah. Yeah, that doesn't. Really, anyways, let's let's, let's we gotta get to the we gotta answer the question. Yeah, so I, the question that I want to answer is like, are memes good? Are memes good for our culture? Are memes good for people that are ingesting them just in general? Yeah. So to link what, it. To link it back to what we were talking about earlier, like, these people in the dank meme community think they have a joke and think they have an in, right? Mm -hmm. But I, like, I don't think they really do. And I mean, they that, do have a joke. I mean, they, they have a joke, but they don't have, they don't have the level of inside joke that you have with your friends. Like, think about right. our inside jokes. Like, I can look at, uh, like, a, I don't know, a garlic bread meme and think, ha that's pretty funny. But if you start recanting like certain stories i'm just gonna die laughing like the sock mm. smells burgers story that story is hilarious <laughs> it's not even a story it's just a comment it's just sock smells yeah. burgers like <laughs> and, and stories so it, and those are the kind of seems, jokes you have with real relationships that you just don't have online right right and it seems like the issue is that that people are lacking that community aspect they're lacking that those friendships are lacking those deep relationships and so probably because of cell phones and the internet yeah because and so now internet. in order to try to appease those things they are going to internet and meme communities to try to gain appease those... is not the right word there what appease is not the right word there doesn't matter appease? no anyways satiate i would yeah if you wanted one that start with an A, it could be a swage. Anyway, anyway, that's not the point. The point is that the internet has caused the problem, and now it's trying to solve the problem, but I would say it's actually yeah. just making the problem worse. And the other problem is memes are... you got to keep in mind, when you're scrolling through your social media feed, it's not just memes. You're also seeing news, like mm -hmm. truly tragic news that you never would have seen... When I was 14, I watched the news, but that was just because I loved watching TV, and it was Dad wasn't watching the news, so I was like, I, I, like, I didn't really watch it or ingest what was happening. But I'm just imagining, mm -hmm. like, 14-year-olds scrolling through Reddit. Like, I don't know how I would have dealt with some of these headlines. Like, just yesterday, like, four people, including two cops, got shot in Canada. Like, it was revealed that 1,600 people died in the Puerto Rican fires. The other day, there were journalists getting Hurricanes. silenced and beaten. Hurricane. Oh, hurricane, yeah, sorry. The other day, there were journalists getting silenced and beaten in Bangladesh, and they were, like, posting on Reddit, like, these pretty graphic images of this happening to try to, like, reveal it to the world, which is kind of a good thing that Reddit gave them a platform to do that. But at the same time, like, there are young kids that are seeing this sort of thing. And it's just such whiplash. You're like... Oh, there's a funny meme. Oh, boom, there was a school shooting. Like, what is that doing to our culture? It's insane well, to mean, think the about. The fact that we meme about those things yeah. already says, shows that we're taking them lighter than I would think would be appropriate. Um, so I guess how do, how do we personally, or our listeners, how do we help this issue? Because if there is a larger issue of a lack of community, lack of deep friendships, what can we do to, like help that in our own lives and the lives of the people around us, our friends. Um, so um, I would say... Oh, Austin, go ahead. I was just going to say live in meat space to use a internet term. What is meat space? Meat space is just life. 
is like not the internet. I've, oh, okay. I've never heard that before in my life. What? Uh, maybe it's just a PBS Idea channel thing. It absolutely Probably. is. Probably. I like it, though. I might steal it. It's kind of weird, but... Um, could, well, the, he has an interesting video. Is is Does offline exist? Um, For the record. He just has a lot of interesting videos. But I, believe I, that... I, I don't think you... I would say get off the internet, um, but I don't think you need to. It's just... How are you engaging with people on the internet? Mm-hmm. Just like you can have a lot of shallow acquaintanceships in real life and not have any real friends. You can have a lot of shallow acquaintanceships in the internet and not have any real friends. So just like engage more deeply. Yeah, I'm not saying that the internet is a bad thing or that being on like i don't think you should feel bad that you're on reddit say like i don't feel bad i think but the internet is a bad thing it probably is but don't just you can use the internet but don't use it as a replacement for real life like don't use it as a replacement for real interactions and conversations mm-hmm. so when i'm at my job in state college i supervise these banquets um and so just by the nature of it like I'll usually have, you know, five or six servers that I'm with, depending on the size of the event. And there might just be, like, you know, five or ten minutes of downtime or somebody's giving some random speech or something, and we're just kind of chilling. Um, and so people are on their phone a lot during that time. I'm not the kind of person that's going to yell at them for that. Like, I don't – I genuinely don't care if that's fine. But I try to – I try to start a conversation. I try to engage them somehow. And it's easier than people think it is. Like, mm-hmm. you can just – just tell a story about your life or something that happened to that day. It doesn't even need to be interesting necessarily, just to start something. Or, like, think of a really weird question. Like, how many, I don't know, like, how many lobsters are there? Just, Why is Wild E. Coyote funny? Yeah. Like, that sort of thing. Just anything to not just be scrolling through mindless garbage that you're half-reading just mm-hmm. like just being in the moment and engaged with other people i find those like when i'm thinking back of my favorite moments that i've had at work i'm not thinking about the times where i was just on reddit i'm thinking mm-hmm. about the times when something <laughs> super funny happened like right. me and keeson knock over an entire bucket of water in the grand ballroom because i was trying to like push a cart over to her like that kind of stuff's funny to me Shout just to the keeson, fact by the, way. the fact that I think it's funny that just being on Reddit would like that's a ridiculous thing to think would be the best time about being in work. Maybe that just reflects on how I negatively I view Reddit. But yeah, it's just like it that would be ridiculous if that was your favorite time. For the record, or sad. For the record, um, listeners, I'm just using Reddit as my example. Social media. You could be on Instagram. You could be on Facebook. Reddit's a social thing. media. I would consider Reddit social media, but that's another topic. All right. Did we talk about, did we say all the things we want to say about memes and how to deal with them, if they're good, what to do in the future moving Zach, forward? now is the time to post your dank cave meme. Wait, sorry, say that again? You cut out. Now is the time to post your dank cave meme. Oh, that is right. This is prime posting time. Uh, yeah, that's right. We are, this is our meme, our me, our official. And when I say I mean meme, 
that we're making is posting on dank memes just a picture of a cave that's dark and dank because that's the only definition of dank that I know. What, what should the caption be? The OG dank meme? Or just like... Because we need... I, I, I searched... I, I went to Google Images and searched for dank memes. <laughs> or I searched for dank and this this is the first image or something like okay. that. I'll, I'll, you I'll do need a fire it. caption though. Yeah, I was... So that's why I wanted to... I wanted the... So if I'm posting this on Reddit, post needs a title... And then the, the image probably needs a caption. Maybe not, but I would recommend giving the image a caption. I don't know. I, Actually, I'll it would leave be kind of funny you if the title was the OG dank meme, and you just click on it, and it's a picture of a cave, and that's it. Yeah, like, I think that, that I honestly think that that has, a le- that has a greater than zero chance of being popular. But it might just get, like, five upvotes. We'll see. I like it. I like it. I love it. All right, let's jump into some recommendations. Austin, what do you got for us this week? Uh, well, I'm, I finished reading uh, Fahrenheit 451, uh, which I talked about last week, which was two days ago in Meat Space. Um, <laughs> well, more like one day ago because it, it was, was like... one day ago, yeah, because I was at a conference yesterday and was driving the whole rest of the time. So I, I was, because we're going on vacation to Mexico. Hey, we're um, gonna be offline. Speaking of, yeah, is a real offline. Because if yeah. my phone dies, it's gone for good, so I'm most certainly not going to wow. be on it. Zach, that's going to happen this week, probably. Yeah, it is. Well, yeah, that I like. I can't be on it at all. Like, and we will have car chargers and stuff, but anyways. So Mexico, uh, New York, by the way, not Mexico, Mexico. Not real Mexico. <laughs> We're going over there um, to try to make sure that they're going to pay for the wall. Donald called us up specifically for this important task. We might so, be able to make it happen. And so then we needed to record this podcast, and it needed to be, like, back-to-back with, yes, very weeks, one. Um, so I'm I'm rolling with that word, Zach. I, th- I like it. I um, like it. People say yesteryear. So I woke up at, like, five to finish this book. Um, and it was, uh, it was worth it, because waking up at five is always worth it. Um... And Fahrenheit 451 was good. So the quote that I alluded to last week was uh, that inspired me to read this. Other than that, the movie referencing both Kafka and Dostoevsky, which never happened in the book, and it was very disappointing to me. Um, He said, uh, news articles um, become... One, two paragraphs, then one paragraph, then just a headline, and then poof out of existence entirely. And I was like, "This was in the '50s. Wow, you're you're, uh, you're pretty sharp there, mm-hmm. Ray Bradbury." Though profound. Looking back, everything is always more similar to right now than you think it is. So. That's true. S- still impressed though. Um. So. Fahrenheit 451, it's it's very relevant to today, even though it's 50 years old. Nice. Zach, what do you got for us? Um, so when I was thinking of what to recommend, I was thinking back to my favorite podcast that you guys recorded, one of my favorites, um, the conversation about sadness and why we like things that are sad. Um, and it got me thinking, huh, like, 
I do. So I'm of the mindset where I d I'm not like Austin. I think Austin is is like sh weirdly innovative for this reason. I don't know about innovative. Like I don't. I'm never just sitting down on a normal day being like I want to be sad now and go seek out something sad. But Austin, there are other people like that, so it's not just Austin. But I do like to watch things that are sad or listen to sad music when I'm sad for some reason. Like if something mm -hmm. happens. That's what Adrian life. said. Yeah. Right. Like normal people. So it's not necessarily normal. I think it's potentially fifty-fifty split. But I haven't done a lot of research. That's true, because Dad's kind of like Austin. But anyways, so in many ways, the one of my one of my favorite bands that has a lot of songs that I listen to when I when I'm sad and have been woefully neglected on this podcast is the classic crime. Um, some great rockers from Seattle. Um, we saw them. Me and Austin saw them uh, live. Was that a year ago or so? Shout out no, to. No, I wasn't there. Oh, you weren't there? No, you just went with like Sharon, Michelle, and Zane. Yeah, shout out to Zane by the way. I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but uh, he's a huge classic crime fan too. Um, they just mm -hmm. have so many good albums. If you're looking for a place to start, the Silver Chord um, is mm -hmm. is a great mm -hmm. album. So many good songs on there. Um, Phoenix is also just one of my favorite all time albums, possibly even my favorite. Um, and their new stuff's good too. And you can even go back to album one. It's all great. Um, and they have some, they have some good uh, songs. Okay, I really like their revisited version of their first album a lot more than their true. first album. Well, they didn't revisit their whole first album. They just did. A, a right. They revisited a lot of their first album. Yeah. Um, shout out to the God's God and Drugs revisited version. Um, that's a great, great song. Um. And the other thing that I watch when I'm sad is I don't watch sad movies that often. Like, the only sad movies that I've really seen that I can think of are, like, sad movies, sad Nicholas Sparks movies I used to watch when me and Jenna were dating. Like, And I just thought those were kind of dumb. But, so, Wow, show... how can you be so heartless? <laughs> Man, you, you, haven't, you haven't had to watch. Uh, Anyways. Moving on. Um, so the show that I go to that I'm recommending is BoJack Horseman, um, the Netflix original animated show um, featuring Will Arnett as a um, depressed, uh, alcoholic, former 90s sitcom star. Um, and who, horse. And what? Horse. Didn't I? I thought I said horse. He's a horse. Oh. Um, but... <laughs> But uh, akin to Paddington, like, that's not an important part. Like, there are some – they live in a society that's, like, half humans and half anthropomorphic animals. But mm -hmm. it's not – it's basically a human society. Um, and so the thing that I – so I think that we watch – when we're sad, we watch things that reflect times in our life when we were sad. So, like, mm -hmm. when Adrian was talking about the movies that he liked, I thought it made sense for his situation. And when mm -hmm. there are – the elements of BoJack that I go back and watch is when – Something happens to him, and he's just devastated, and then he has to deal with it. Or times when he does something bad, and other characters just rail into him ruthlessly, saying how terrible he is. Like, those are the kind of things that, like, I have experienced and that I can relate to, and so that's the kind of stuff that I watch. But anyways, great show. I just wanted to talk about sadness for, like, two seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my recommendation for this week, again, I did not read a book in two days or one day, but um, I haven't really mistake. done a whole lot. And 
of, of media consumption in the last two days, the last day and a half, or whatever it is. Um, but uh, along the same similar topics of what we have been discussing in this episode, I thought were really good. Um, John uh, John Green um, posted one of his um, yeah, gotta get that in. Um, well, his one of his most recent vlog brothers videos. He's talking about um, how we use prepositions. Um, and one of the things that he talks about is like, it's, he see, it seems weird how we use prepositions for being, um, on our phone. So we use the word on to describe being on our phone and using our phone where he, he would say it's better to describe it as being in our phone where we're completely dead to the world outside of anything that's in our phone or outside of our phone. And we're completely consumed of, of everything that's inside of our phone. And so we're locked inside the phone. And we have to get out of the phone when we're done um, done using it. So I thought that was pretty interesting, especially kind of along the similar topics of what we're talking about. And then also kind of along those same lines of, of kind of getting out there and creating friends. Um, Hank also had a video on Vlogbrothers about how do we make friends as adults? Um, how do we... Um, get out there and make friends and basically his idea his idea was well you have to be in the meet space if you will um to actually like meet other people but then you also have to be willing to say okay well i'm gonna care about these people i'm gonna allow them to care about me um and he said lots of other good things too so check those both out vlog brothers on youtube all right thanks for joining us zach Pleasure to have you on. Yeah, thanks yes. for having me, guys. Hope I was. We finally, hope we I finally could, got you on. Hope I could glean some info into the wonderful world of memes and the internet. I still in think that's the wrong usage of the word glean. Glean. Some I'm info, really nitpicky yeah. today. <laughs> I, I, it's okay. It's okay. I like the usage, Zach. Thanks again for joining us, Zach, and thank you, everyone out there in not meat space, for joining us as well. Hope you guys have a great week. Mm-hmm.